0: Today's podcast sponsor is Hubert Engineered Woods, and I want to talk to you about zip sheathing and why we use zip sheathing. I know you've heard me talk about it on the podcast before, but I thought let's just lay it out in the simplest of forms. Number one, when I install it properly, I tape the seams, I liquid flash the seams, I manage for water with my windows, I I, I use their products, I don't have to worry about water. There are times when we install drywall inside of a house and we don't have cladding on the outside because they know zip system is going to be waterproof. So that's number one. Number two, I can manage for air. So using zip system sheathing on the walls, my like last five houses we built were all below passive house levels of air leakage. They were all below that 0.6 ACH 50. And we're not putting that much effort into air sealing we're just making sure that we tape well which we manage for wire we manage for air and the last five houses that i've built all had zip r because that continuous insulation that comes adhered to the back of my zip sheathing that i'm already putting up and installing now i have continuous r value that i get the whole r6 or the r9 or r12 whatever it is i don't see building any other way It works for us. It can work for you. Make sure you go to huberwood.com and check them out. And Huber, thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome to the Unbuild It podcast, both in podcast format and YouTube format. So if you can see us, chances are you're on YouTube or standing outside. And if you can hear us, then that means that you're more tech savvy than Peter because Peter doesn't know how to listen to the podcast. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) We're starting off early today. Uh, So let's talk about, uh, with the picking at Peter, sorry. But you didn't
1: introduce us.
0: Sorry, I'm Jake Bruton. I'm a builder in Columbia, Missouri. I'm joined by Peter Yost. Clueless. (laughs) And Steve Basic.
1: Bumblebee, bumblebee, bumblebee.
0: Just mic testing. Oh, okay. I was wondering if that was ever going to get old. That's what I was... No, it's never going to get old. <laughs> if I say that, it ensures it comes back in the, the next. Bumblebee and rant. What's the buzz, buddy? Oh, I'm not. No, you your what's Bumblebee? The buzz. Oh, what's the buzz? Goodness. You would have absolutely killed me. on 1950s television. You know, that stung me. That stung me, <laughs> Peter. What, that, that stung, stung me. Stung me. Okay. Oh, nice. I can tell you didn't hear him say that nice. the first two times. That was a sweet joke. Oh. Man. Okay, so. Topic today is crawl spaces and crawl space details. And the reason for this is because you always say, well, it's just a short basement. It's not if it's connected to the outside. It's not if there's soil gases getting well, into it. Well, I wouldn't say it. it's so,
1: not. I'm saying I, I hate labels, right? So basement, crawl space, all of this. What? Imagine a world where we just called it the lower level, Right. And we did we, everything below the floor was a lower level. So we either had slab on great houses or we had a house with a lower level. Right. So if we take the label, foundation level. So you got to change it. Right. So I, you I have like to apply idea. labels. That's your, 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 a lower level? No, you're, not, a not not a you're a victim of our culture. You're a victim of our culture. You try and bash the military. You have to apply oh, labels, all of these things. Let's just flow with this for a second, right? Let's pretend that we only have slab on grades and we have <coughs> lower levels. I, I I sound like who's the guy from Seinfeld there, right? It's all about levels. Did you see that?
0: One? The, Obviously, you Fraser. No, no, no. Fraser.
1: Fraser.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shut that's up! That's Shut different. up! All right. <laughs> I have no Peter, idea where Peter, it just that's that is.
1: That's obvious. That is obvious. That's probably the most obvious thing you said. Peter Holy just had a flashback
0: smoke. to the last time that his family owned a television. Fraser. <laughs> Frazier.
1: Like I were can owned. see him smacking the side of it, adjusting <laughs> the um, aluminum foil. <laughs> the aluminum foil. Oh my word. Um, but uh, uh who's the guy on Seinfeld? The guy that was always falling all over the place. Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about levels. But anyways, let's get back to it. So imagine, and I'm being 100% serious here, even though we're saying it with a smile, but if we said slab on grade and just the lower level, then now we have an understanding that there is nothing basement crawl space. They're the same thing. It's just a lower level. That lower level has some kind of depth to it. Some, um, uh, whether it's ventilated or unventilated, it's just a vented lower level or an unvented lower level.
0: Right? So the, a lot of labels in this description, by the way.
1: Well, there is a bunch of labels, but those are attributes to the general label of <laughs> lower level. So I'm trying to paint, continue. I'm trying to paint a picture here. But so if we said lower level and then what are, the, what are these details? I mean, I guess what we're trying to say is that building science doesn't understand, right? Mother nature is not sitting there saying, Oh, it's a crawl space. It's only three feet deep. So we gotta, should treat it We should treat it different. No, the laws of physics, physics doesn't care. Now it does care in, in, in some levels because the smaller, um, Area is going to have less air volume to say dissipate moisture or hold moisture content, so you might have potentially different microclimates and stuff in smaller crawl spaces. Because I've I've been in houses where literally the the dirt floor bottom of joist is you know measured in inches, and you can't even crawl in there. But some of them are successful, so I don't know. What do you think about lower levels and? Basements, cross spaces, just this idea in general. You've been way too silent for me.
2: I think you could, you've been digging a pretty deep hole with this whole thing to begin <laughs> with. But it's appropriate given that we're talking about lower levels. That's why he's been quiet because he's, he's been sitting he's been on been that. Sitting joke. on his Peter jokes. Well, I think it's interesting. Peter
1: jokes, for those that don't know, Peter jokes are like exponentially bad dad jokes.
2: Well, we're. Talk- I thought the title was cross space details. So are we having a philosophical discussion about what should the lower level be or not be? Or are we saying, hey, one of the solutions is a crawl space. Let's talk about the Let's details. Do
0: that. Let's do that. Yeah. He he introduced it from a philosophical standpoint. Well, I think we need to
1: understand here. what we're doing before I can detail something, right? I need to understand what's my end game.
0: There you go.
2: I like the way that you always step back as a designer and say, hey, not what are the details? Why are we going to choose this approach to begin with so I like that Good. what what are the okay, okay. hey so we're done hopefully
1: yeah. you enjoyed this uh, episode I like it when we just stare,
2: stare at Peter
0: and he stops talking we made Peter happy
1: so that's part of our goal here at the Unbuilder podcast
0: okay um, so the, the philosophical argument of whether it's a basement or whether it's a crawl space the details don't really change the only thing that I would say is like where we put the envelope at that point so if we're building uh Let's break the the crawl spaces into two categories, vented and non-vented, which means not part of the envelope of the house and part of the envelope of the house. So if it's not part of the envelope of the house, our most important crawl space detail is separation, right? Separating the building envelope from that outside space. And in my mind, I think of it as if it's a vented crawl space, it's a house on piers, we wouldn't allow the floor to just be uninsulated to the air if, it, if the house were sitting on piers, or on columns, you know, stilts, whatever. Uh, it's just that we've filled in between those stilts. So we need that air in there to circulate and not be nasty because it's gonna affect the house a little bit. It could cause rot if nothing else. It needs to be thermally broken from that space, the house does, and it needs to be air sealed from that space. So that means our envelope, our red line test, as Steve always draws, comes down the wall and has to go across the bottom of the floor joists.
2: And I think that the history of crawl spaces in the country is not from the approach of shortening basements. It's from enclosing piers. Yep. And I think that was mainly sort of in the... Elevating a slab. Ooh, elevating a slab. Because a lot of houses I'm
1: venturing, like originally in Louisiana or Houston and stuff, were probably built like timbers on the ground, right? So you come over, you lay a bunch of timbers on the ground, and then you realize this place floods every now and then. So let's take the timbers and elevate them on a set of piers and push the house up three feet. Mm -hmm. So now when it floods, it floods under my house, not right And now I don't want
0: raccoons living underneath there. So I'm going to close that space. So I'm there. going to
1: close that space. And it's funny because the whole time you were talking, I'm thinking about, like, when we're driving around Houston, um, we have all these elevated houses. They have brick all around the crawl space. And then they have these, like, iron grates that have almost nothing air moving across them.
2: But we did see quite a few that were sort of, um, uh, when they raised the building... The uh, spaces underneath are quite open. They called them vented crawl spaces, but they were actually just um, an elevated house, pretty much, sort of semi-closed in piers. Yeah, from a structural point of view. Okay,
0: so if our envelope turns and uh, pause, that's why we got to switch batteries each time. Yep, they don't go down equally.
1: Does that mean we have to start over? I
0: need to know what I was saying so I don't forget. We'll go back to your last comment (coughs) was (coughs) about. Nah, I can't. I heard it too. Trying to
2: put it. While we're doing this, do we need to check the others that we haven't changed? They look good.
0: We got about 15 minutes left. I think we'll be good. Because that one's two, and this one's two still. And that's Peter's framing. Yeah, show Peter's framing. Do we need to clap again, Jay? It probably wouldn't hurt. Three, two, one. Okay, so then we've talked about uh, how we get there. We talked about the envelope turning underneath. Uh, and we really shouldn't, like, glaze over the idea that our insulation layer is there, too. I feel like that's the one that most people get wrong. But I would say the, the second most vented crawl mistake is putting something in the crawl space that then is going to share air with the house and that's sticking mechanicals down there.
1: Yeah, and that gets back to my original thinking is that you need to step back and find out what your end game is, right? Because if my end game is okay, we can sit there and talk about the house, we can talk about the location of control layers all day long and the, the advantages. But what it comes down to, I think, is where's the mechanical system going in this house? Mm-hmm. right? Is any of that going to be thought of as part of the crawl space? Because if it is, you might as well just build a slab on grade and put the mechanical system in your garage because that's effectively what you're doing anyway, right?
2: And we see an awful lot. And of we that
1: see too. <laughs> an awful lot of that, right? And in some cases, you're better off just putting it in the backyard, probably, and just yeah. running it up the back. We're, we're going to say
0: garage is also a no-no because yeah. there is nothing good about the air quality in the garage, the same way as a vented crawl space. You have no control over it, so you can't guarantee that that space is healthy to breathe air from.
2: So, Steve, are you saying that the fundamentally the reason we build crawl spaces is that, or the reason we should build crawl spaces is because we need it for the mechanical space? Are there other reasons you would do a crawl besides just locating? Well, uh, I think
1: aesthetically people don't want to see a house, their house on piers, right? And mm-hmm. the material that you have to use. And, and I've actually, we have done... Numerous drawings and such, because when I was working with um, uh, Jerry out at Artistic Homes, we were trying to develop like, can we do a simple raised platform house with a wooden skirt and and still have it be stucco all the way to the ground? And because they it...
2: always do slab. On they the always grade. did slab
1: on grades, but they and had, they had trouble with mechanical. People. Well, they had trouble with mechanical. Well, it wasn't even to put mechanical down there. It hmm. was just. There was a lot of people that complained about living on a slab on Great house. It hurts my knees. I'm older. I can feel it Ooh, walking around the house all day. Floor's so cold. they wanted to have a wooden framed floor option. So could we do it on a set of piers and then could we put a skirt around it that integrates That's and just, really I didn't know that you did that work with their them. mobile homes too.
0: So they <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is so, on a crawl space.
1: So it is exactly a mobile home is virtually a crawl space, right? You just got the wheels down there instead of, and the lower level is where the wheels go uh, round and round. Um, Anyway, say
0: it. Okay, so I'm not a fan of a vented crawl space just because I don't want a hard to access, unconditioned, uncontrolled area up against my envelope that. I'm never going to have a client go down there and find something before it's a problem. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, I would rather seal the crawl space, bring it into the envelope, make it part of the building, treat it as a lower level basement, uh, no matter how tall it is. So... That entails that red line test for the the air sealing and and thermal uh, envelope. But you, you
1: you made a comment earlier that okay, so the stuff's going to run under the joist. And the whole time, the back of my mind has been thinking about that. If I were to build a vented crawl space, how would I treat it? Would I really? Because you could theoretically do a wooden floor frame, do a subfloor, and we're getting into the details of the crawl space here. Here here. Do the subfloor, and then what if, like, on top of the subfloor, we just did, like, a Sega Myrex or something and ran it all the way across the floor, let it flap over, put four or six inches of rigid insulation, a second subfloor, and then turn the Sega up. So now everything came down and goes across the top of the subfloor. Yeah, so... And out. Because that, well, I'm just saying, that takes out, because we've talked about the pier detail. And what do you do at the piers? So it takes that for out of air that sealing. Yeah. For air sealing and and continuity sake. Right. We, we use the flat plane, which is the most continuous plane in the house, right. the subfloor right.
0: plane as part of the solution. The problem with that is now you put your floor joist in an unconditioned on un- it, poorly accessed, Potentially poorly ventilated because I don't think I've ever been in a well ventilated crawl space uh, environment. But if it's a
1: house that's three or four feet up or five feet up in backwoods Louisiana, I say backwoods, but anywhere in Louisiana or huge. I think most of
0: Louisiana is backwoods. No offense, Louisiana.
1: Um, It's beautiful country, but um,
0: so if if it's three or four feet, I mean
1: it's basically we built a deck. I just chose to put a house on top of the
0: deck. I'm just saying that it puts, it does, I have no problem detailing the piers. You and I just did that at yeah, the Hilltop that, house. Right. I have no problem getting that continuity, that house final tested at point five eight ACH 50. Uh, I think I would rather see all that be inside the envelope than have any of it out there from, for our purposes. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. Putting it on top of the subfloor, that is our largest plane. It's the simplest to, heck, you could use Advantech and tape the seams. Probably, Probably you know. Or, or uh, something. The only the only thing there is that there is a lot of holes that are going to be poked in it. And if they end well, up, I mean, and if they there's end up a lot moving of holes things. there
1: if you design a lot for a lot of holes. Right? Because we've also talked about when we worked with uh, Gothier about the Sips house that we can send all over the world in a container and then put it together. And we were talking about having a, uh, like a, a controlled. Um, Tower of utilities or whatever, but I mean the, so the electric like utility or whatever can come in overhead. the 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 sewer, is probably the one thing that has to go down and out. Mm-hmm. Water can come in somewhere they in the sidewall or something. Injector
0: and shoot it out the wall, maybe or something. But I mean,
1: if, if our if our biggest crises on a two thousand square foot house was solving for a four inch pipe that comes through, I think we're smart. We enough can figure handle up. that solution. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so detailing it, I think it always comes back to, you know, you need to think about what, what is that end game plan and then work backwards instead of trying to work forwards, right? Is the mechanical equipment going in there? Is the floor frame part of the conditioned space or part of the unconditioned Mm -hmm. space? Where's my thermal envelope? Where is that air barrier and where are these things going in detailing it? Because I think it's.
2: So are we also saying that if we're going to use a crawl space, that it's somewhat responsive to the site and climate or, or are the issues? It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what climate you're in It doesn't matter which site you still have the crawl space as an option.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always an option. And then I'm going to go to one of your favorite new words,
0: hybrid. Right,
1: like why does? I thought that you reason? were going to say
0: apricot when you were talking about his favorite new words. For some reason, I thought you were apricot. Say, yeah, didn't you tell apricot? us that one of Is his that like
1: monkeys a fruit?
0: No, that's apricot, <laughs>
1: not apricot.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: well,
2: I thought you were going to talk about pecans and pecans, but
0: all
2: right. you want to talk about apricots? I want to talk about hybrid lower levels.
1: So. If if you were sitting there and saying things like again what what is that end game plan and talking about should it be vented or unvented or this or that the first question that comes to mind is why am I doing a crawl space like you said and the second one is how big does it actually need to be right does it need to be the perimeter of the house can we shorten it to a smaller section so that it just I'm I'm doing a lot so have of these- that nice
0: raised ranch.
1: So you have that nice raised ranch. But I'm doing a ranch right now in Texas, and it has a basement because she wants a root cellar. It gave us a provision to put the water heater and one of the mechanical systems in there. But it's a 3,800-square-foot house, and the basement's 200, 300 feet, probably 300 square feet.
2: Wait a minute. I'm a little bit insulted right now (laughs) that you are working with a client who has a root cellar, and you didn't call your building scientist friend to talk about, bare dirt in a basement. Come on, buddy. Because we've talked about it a mil- gazillion times. We've
1: talked about root cellars yeah, a million times. Yes. I've done
2: probably half a dozen of them. How
0: long have you two been, friends? How Apparently, is it possible there are any since new... 58 com- yeah, since 58. A- I mean,
2: this con- conversation has gone right to earth. I can- I just... I'm really insulted. You know, you're really digging a hole. Oh, yeah, here goodness. I think we're right back at the
0: beginning of the podcast now. <laughs> it did come full circle there. Uh, okay, so... I'm gonna make a stance on this, but I have a feeling because you two work in much larger uh, uh, areas than what I work, vented or unvented. What's your preference?
1: Oh, I would always do unvented, but it's a, a question of again, what is my end game? Because I could, I could very easily sit here and say, I, I why not both? Right? Because I could do a, if it was a 2,000 square foot footprint, I could do a small 400 square foot crawl space in the middle that handles utilities, a place to put the water heater, a place to put the HVAC system, and then let the rest of it go on a series of piers. God, that
0: I no, but I think we're just going to split hairs on whether or not those piers are a crawl space. Yeah. That's a, that's a pier foundation. That's not a crawl that's space. That's not a crawl space. Me. So
1: I would, I would we're just, talking always, about I would out. always do unvented. I mean, for me, for control. The, for right. for control, and, that's how I was taught.
2: Sorry, um, to vent a crawl space, you need a driving force for the air exchange. Which and one may of the places where exist. we have almost no driving force, no stack effect, very little wind at ground level. <coughs> the code guidance on this is a total crock of you know what, because that ratio has nothing to do with how much air moves through that space. So if you're going to vent it, it has to actually have air move through it. So active. how are you going to do that? You, you'd have to do some type of active
0: ventilation. And so then you have an energy penalty for having a vented crawl space when the vented crawl space is supposed to be taking care of itself at that point. How much is it to just dump yeah. one supply air into that basement uh, and insulate everything? I just
2: don't think that there's very many situations where that's the right answer.
0: I agree. Are we about to end this by agreeing on something? Oh, I totally agree with you gentlemen all the time. Yeah, I'm still insulted. But. So then we agree on Top Gun. Can
2: we do a special topic on root cellars? Because I really, really want to go there. Okay, I'll well, pretend I'm doing to write a, that now, down. I'm doing
1: a house now. The, the basement is probably 2,300, 2,400 square feet. And the root cellar alone is probably 300 square
2: feet. I wonder out. why we call them basements and then root cellars. I think it has to do with uh, what decade you were born in. Yeah, well, okay, so we're going to have to have a conversation about a whole bunch of things related to
0: roots and cellars. Okay, so I'm going to leave you guys with a... Is it a, called
2: root cellar because
1: you usually store plant vegetables that are root-type vegetables?
2: I there? would imagine. Is that? Yeah. Okay, if I, I know, know the
0: answer to that without looking it up. Please send uh, Peter <laughs> a direct message on Instagram. Yeah, there you go. That really. Yeah, right, right
1: to his desk in our heartbeat.
0: That way he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to leave you with a closing thought. We all agreed that for the most part, a non-vented crawl space is a good idea or is a better idea. But I think we would all agree that a vented roof is a better idea.
2: A vented a- roof? Because you've got driving forces up there.
0: Thank you. That's what I was hoping you totally, would say. Totally switched gears.
1: You made me change levels. Ooh, and I wasn't prepared for that. I'm still at the lower, lowest level.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well said. Steve is at the lowest level. Are we in agreement? Here we go. We're in agreement on that one. <laughs> for those of you just listening to the podcast, that was Peter and I high-fiving for I the mean, first time on the podcast.
1: I know funny, and that's uh. not funny. That just wasn't funny at all. There's no humor in it. I'm going to level with you, no, Steve. I'm done. I, listen, you guys can carry on with the rest of the podcast
0: here. I'm done. Okay. So, if you would like to join us on the Unbuild It podcast as Steve's replacement, again, <laughs> please send the message to Peter's Instagram uh, and he may or may not get it. Thanks for watching the podcast today. If you tuned in on YouTube, thanks for listening. If you are uh, smarter than Peter when it comes to being able to figure out where to listen to a podcast. Uh, and I really am picking at Peter, but he really doesn't know how to use his cell phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stay trying tuned. to figure out why it doesn't flip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or where is he, where's the cord that goes to the wall so he can actually talk? If on there it. isn't a dial for to put your finger in, how do you guys work those things? You call the operator and you tell her who you want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching the podcast. Tune in next time. If you have any suggestions for topics or uh, questions, don't don't hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram. It's It Podcast on Instagram. Click that like and subscribe button. Tell a friend. Leave us a five-star review. Until next time, I'm Jake Bruton.
1: I'm Peter Yost.
0: <laughs> I'm Steve Basic, apparently. <laughs> have a good day.